Welcome to Cram Bamble, the podcast about nothing in particular. My name's Taz. And I'm Kirsten. And Kirsten just found a tiki mug full of my secret stash of lollipops. The jig is up. Oh my god, it's full of candy. It is full of candy. It's <laughs> it one of my in a shelf. It's one of my many little squirrel holes. Oh my god. Squirrel bolt? Is that the term? Squirrel bolt? Bolt hole. Bolt hole. That's the one you're looking for. That sounds like something that you would uh, need to know as a shipwright too. A bolt hole. It also sounds really rude. Shut your bolt hole. <laughs> well, I mean, sailors do have filthy, filthy mouths. Notoriously, yes. Notoriously. I do. I feel like, actually, this was not where I was going, but now that we're on that topic, I think, I don't know specifically a country in particular, but I think a country, mostly like a, a larger, more, I don't know what the term is, more dominant Western country needs to be run by like a real salty old dock hand, like a 70-year-old dude with one eye who's just seen some real rough <laughs> shit. And he's just like, yeah, I don't, give, I don't, I don't care anymore. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, everybody eats sardines. <laughs> Ain't no more of this candy and bread. We're getting rid of corn. Corn makes people fat. Only sardines. Or something to that effect. Well, it's, it's the Japanese have a very similar diet of, you know, fish, lots of fish. That, that, that was the takeaway? Out of, that whole, out of my whole bit, that was the takeaway? No, oh, Japanese your- uh, got a really uh, fish-heavy diet. They're quite healthy. They live till 100. But I was just thinking, would I follow this guy? Would I vote for him? Because I'm pretty sure I would now. Yeah. yeah. No, I like your policies. <laughs> I mean, Do you have a pamphlet? <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like a, an old sea, work, a sea dock worker or a guy. It could be- I want him sounding a bit more piratey. That sounded very much more like a gold miner, a gold prospector. Yeah, I, 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 I had the Boston accent in my head, but I cannot do it, so I didn't try. All right, but so that's you the, got prospector instead. Yeah, when I when I think dock worker, like a yeah port dock worker, I think the Boston typical Boston accent with the half beanie, half balaclava. They always got it rolled up on their head. Oh yeah, and they got like stubble. And it's always blue. It's always blue, <laughs> and they're always wearing a really like thick puffer jacket with a shirt similar to this underneath, and they're like ready for the blizzard. You can't demonstrate something to me on a podcast in an audio medium. I go, hey everyone, look, look at, at the shirt that I'm wearing. <laughs> they understood. They got it. But. And this has nothing to do with the things or we he's dressed about. exactly like I am now, like me, <laughs> except less attractive. Because um, <laughs> you could be wearing anything. He or, is in a penguin suit. Or similarly, someone who works in just a. I wouldn't say lower class, but like lower middle class. So, you know, the sixty-five-year-old woman who's working at a cash register in a convenience store who has to do so because times are tough. Like, have her. As the leader of parliament, like someone who's been through all of that and have them in charge, like anyone from that kind of salt of the earth style that's had to live through being a regular Joe or Janet in power. I would like to see the shake up. I've always thought it would be hilarious if they made being prime minister or president like jury duty. Oh. So you just randomly get called up, be like, oh, Jazz, next week you are going to be the minister of finance. They <laughs> you'd be like, um, okay. They had a similar concept in one of the vaults in one of the Fallout games where once a year somebody was elected to be the vault overseer, the leader of the vault. Ah. But on the Did they have a revolt? No, they didn't, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually they did in the end. Okay. But uh the big thing was in order to stop people from enjoying the job too much, they were in charge for a year and on the year and a day they were killed. They were killed. They were killed. So you were selected. Nobody wanted to be the overseer because no. they had a year to live. 
And it was- oh, okay. And that's an incentive not to want the power. Yeah. That's quite clever yeah. if you think about it. So, but uh, the vaults in Fallout are all social experiments. So, after the bombs drop, Vault Tech actually had different vaults with different things. But you wouldn't be the most altruistic leader. You know, you've got all the year to live. Like, you'd be full hedonistic. Oh, like, the, the vault- sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, the vault is completely messed up by the time you get there because obviously most of these social experiments didn't work. But they had weird social experiments like uh, a thousand women and one man, a thousand men and one woman. Um, one oh, guy. It's got to be one soul lady. One guy and a thousand puppets, like weird stuff, just nice. to to view what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they had one which is the setup for uh, New Vegas, where every oh the vault vault twenty one everything was done around gambling, so they just gambled twenty four seven. And they nice. had like yeah, so all the different social experiments. That- she said, with the extent of gambling, is the Melbourne Cup horse race once a year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm much the same. I've stopped doing the lotto, actually, wasting money. Anyway, got to be in it to win it. That was a very long tangent. Welcome to Cranbamble. <laughs> uh, seeing as we've got a lull in the conversation between a completely off-topic to hopefully on-topic, uh, this is a good time to plug our social medias. So if you haven't already and you have some spooky shower thoughts, send through to crambamblepodcast at gmail.com. We have a Twitter, Crambamble, and Kirsten also has an Instagram that you can follow and interact with. You want to give them the deets of that one, Coyston? Yeah, but it's just called Crambamble Kirsten. And at the moment, I'm averaging three new followers a day. Ooh. I know. And I'm very happy with that. And I do engage quite well with everybody unless, and for some reason, people don't realize we're a couple. Oh, are you getting big pics? Well, no, just propositions. Oh, just propositions. Are you oh. single? I have made it abundantly clear. No. Oh. no. They clearly don't listen to the podcast because no. they would know. Yeah, definitely not single. If you happen to be a listener who has found us through Crambamble Kirsten. Crambamble Kirsten? Crambamble Kirsten. Crambamble Kirsten. Uh, let us know. Throw your hands up in the air on the Instagrams or the Twitters. I have not been managing the Twitter very well. We have three followers because I'm very lazy with it. That's my bad. I apologize. And I said I would maintain their Instagram, and I, I think I'm doing a fairly good job. I'm no tech-savvy person. I think it's a it's an easier medium to run with because you can have a visual, whereas Twitter, you just kind of like, I'm just throwing words out into the world and... I think people care more about the things they post than the things they read. And I've got to admit, I don't like all the pictures of me on there, but they seem to get a lot more Aww. likes and follows. Humble brag. Oh, no, because I think it's just people. I certainly don't tart myself up for them. I think it's just you'd rather look at a person than an inanimate object. I think it's just people like people. Maybe. Yeah. What about that Instagram that was just pictures of the Barbie doll doing things? That's both. That's a person yeah. and, and yeah, an object. Dun, dun, dun. And you're diving into the uncanny valley there. Unless it's a haunted Barbie doll. That'd be cool. Which segues really well into something incredibly disturbing I was reading about today. All right, let's do it. Segway. <laughs> That's the sound of one of those little segways. Oh, gosh, I wish they went fast enough to make that Two-wheel noise. That'd be cool. Machine. Why don't they make them that cool? The Northern Territory Police Force has ones that are souped up. Oh, mm. So they chase people that are escaping on foot. Oh, my God. I'd love to see the speed that the chases with the music. I think they get up to 40Ks now. It's a lot faster than that, I imagine. All right. Haunted Barbie doll. Well, not quite. Okay. Ken doll. No. Malibu Stacy. No, shush. I'll tell you what happened to me and why I fell down this bizarre rabbit hole. Action man. Is I was... 
<laughs> my weird shower thought that it will go nowhere, so we don't even need to engage with it. Okay. Was no uh, commitment. I wonder if there's like fresher ghosts and if they're better. <laughs> fresher ghosts? You know, like a fresh ghost. Is it more powerful than like a 18th century ghost? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I was so like, oh, the freshness of ghosts. Opposite, opposite to our stewing theory where they gain power by. Uh, the aspect of time being applied to them. Yeah. Where they, so they st- they're like the Energizer Bunny. So they start off, they're all bouncing around. They're like, pot handle, smash, knocking things off of shelves, candle, blown out, electric bulbs, shattered. Which goes against a lot of the writings in the, I guess the, what's the word? Law? Just the, yeah, the law around them. Thank you. <laughs> um, because they always say that they grow in strength. You know, they learn to manipulate household objects when they can't really in the beginning. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, when a new person comes in. But I think it's the people that are charging the ghosts because they have terrorized a family prior. Yes. Floating stuff around. And then the new family moves in and they've got to sort of recharge again because they can only move slight things in the beginning and then it accelerates to the point where like blood's oozing from the walls so maybe the family is energizing the ghost this is so not on topic but well that's <laughs> that's that's one of the many 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 theories about ghosts and spirits that they're actually uh powered and uh what is the term i'm looking for they gain strength and permanence from the interactions of human emotions so which is why fear Mm. And anxiety is something easier to manipulate and cultivate in a person. So, you know, you could scare them and get one big thing, but if you create this sense of anxiousness and paranoia by moving things around, you'll actually gain more power that way. So that was one of the theories. So the theory of like um, ghosts latching onto people and giving them nightmares because you have a stronger emotional state when you are unconscious and dreaming. Yes. Yes, I, I find a lot of people get mixed up between subconscious and unconscious. Mm. They're like, oh, it was my unconscious thought. I'm like, mm. <laughs> that means you weren't conscious. Unconscious thought, <laughs> teeth falling out. Yeah. yeah. So, I was driving along and I had this unconscious thought and I was like, you shouldn't be unconscious behind yeah. the wheel. <laughs> yeah, like take a nap. Yeah. Don't drive off the road. You become yeah. one of the ghosts. So, yeah, a lot of the time people just get those in too interchangeably and I don't think – Oh. I don't think that's correct. Um, no, when I was t- talking about the freshness of ghosts, then I went on this weird little tangent about maybe, you know how you can get spirit vessels and maybe you should be using Tupperware to keep it fresh and maybe keep your ghosts in the fridge. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. It was just something stupid I was thinking about. But that actually led me to the terribly dark thing that I'm going to talk about, yes. which relates to the Barbies. Okay. Okay. So I was looking up freshness of ghosts. Obviously not a thing couldn't mm-hmm. find to anything but um randomly it got me onto a page by uh, i think it was like on a canberra page so it was an incredibly detailed academic paper which i was not going to trawl through the entire thing okay but it was about children's spirits okay and in thailand it is huge to have have your own child spirit well i I imagine it costs less to feed them um, no, apparently they bring you luck and they're much more potent than any other spirits. Don't have to buy them new clothes every year because they don't get older. And I think that's where the freshness came in. I mean, they're always like the same TV show. You could just have SpongeBob playing like nonstop. I think it's like a Tamagotchi. So yes. they do tend to buy them clothes and stuff, but you don't really have to maintain it. You know, they're not going to outgrow them. I feel like you're moving towards they create effigies for them to inhabit. Well, this is the terrifying thing. Originally, yeah. they used to take... 
and the younger the better. So people were murdering pregnant women and taking the fetuses. Okay. Then they would bake them, the bodies. Yep. Alive. And then paint them with gold leaf. And then that would be the effigy that they would would be housed in the spirit. They're called Kumantong. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, super dark. That's very dark. Obviously, they don't do that anymore. But the belief is still there. That we know of. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. So... They um now they just have super realistic, hyper realistic dolls oh, that um Japan's like pumping out creepy latex dolls for them to inhabit. Oh, it, it would be I Japan. Think ceramic, but anyway, why is ceramic creepier than latex? Like you would think latex Freshness. would be creepier, but ceramic would be creepy because you just see the sheen and you're like, that's not right. Yeah, true. Ugh. That's a no from me. Ugh. Jiggly latex. Anyway. What? I don't know. I was That's just thinking about one of those jiggly latex dolls. Because you know how they're all so malleable and they ha- you had a little baby one? Yeah. Oh, creepy. Um, oh, like a stretch Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. You like stretch it around, use it as a nunchuck. Well, look, apparently they bring super, super, super good luck. So people do really, really want them. So they get these hyper-realistic dolls and then they get the child spirit put into them by a priest. So where do they find the, the what the priest is plucking them from the air? Um, yeah. Oh Look, my there's God. a lot of stillborn children. Is there a priest running around a child grave children's graveyard wearing a floppy straw hat and a giant butterfly net and he's just chasing them at midnight. He's like, come over here, little ones. Swish. And he's got him. like a bag of candy running around the... <laughs> I just had the visual of him catching it and then like that awkward thing where you're holding the bottom of the net on the butterfly net and then like pushing it into a Tupperware container and whoop and just closing it. He's like, shakes it. I'm glad he's using Yeah. Well, it lasts longer. Gotta make a burp. <laughs> Do you remember those ads back oh in the day? Oh, my goodness. You're going to burp your Tupperware. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if an Asian country had, like, a creepy ad like that because I've told you about the Vaseline ads that I saw in the Philippines. It was weird animated ads where they have, like, you, you know how heavy, like, the um the health videos where they have, like, a, a picture of the skin, but it's it's drawn, like, the little cartoons with the arrows going, you know, nutrients go this way, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So the whole premise of Vaseline in the Philippines like- was germs out, nutrients in. So you rub Vaseline in your skin and the germs in a direct red arrow go out of your body oh, right. and the nutrients come into your body. <laughs> okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's some weird... Thai Tupperware container that's like sealing your ghosts. Blurp. <laughs> Blurp. Oh my god. All right, but yeah, no, it's look, it's still a thing. As much as I'm like, no, no, it's fine. They only use the effigies now. Um, in May on on May 18th, 2012. Yeah. So fairly that recently. That was a while ago. If you think about it. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. It doesn't mm. seem like longer, but it was a while ago. Well, this is the only one that they've managed to catch. A 28-year-old Taiwanese man. Mm-hmm. Taiwan. Huh? Taiwan. Was, was arrested <laughs> in a Bangkok hotel room with six male fetuses that had been roasted and covered in gold. Police reported that... The man intended to sell the fetuses in Taiwan for about six thousand three hundred USD each. Oh, he's a traditionalist. He's keeping that old. Well, I think there must be a market for it. Yeah, there would be. There's still a lot of superstitious people around the world who get ridiculous things. Well, I know this is even further back. In 2011, a case was reported in Laos of a man murdering his pregnant wife, oh. so he could use the fetus as a look cloud, oh. which is effectively, yeah, like a super. Potent good luck charm. Well, off the bat of that very dark thing, you've given me an idea for a business. 
the Supernatural Shopping Network. Oh, absolutely. We could sell ghost-capturing Tupperware containers. We could sell the little latex dolls with spirits in. We could actually have, like, a little board of options, and we can just go source all these spirits from children's graveyards with butterfly nets. I don't see why we couldn't. Would they hang around in the graveyard, though? I feel like- Probably not. It really depends on the death. I think you're better off in a hospital for bet children. Probably. Ghosts. I think it's probably also one of those things in the same way as the farmer, the sturgeon farmer that came over here years ago. 20 sturgeon as in the fish. As in the fish. Okay, gotcha. And it is oh no, it was in it was either in I think it was either Australia or the US. Might have been the US. But it is now illegal to transport and breed sturgeon outside of Russia. Okay. It's illegal. But he transferred them over before that law came into effect. So he's the only international he's the breeder. Sturgeon King. He's the only international breeder of sturgeon. And the reason actually I think it was Australia. How did he bring them over? Like just in his coat? No, no, he got them shipped over before the sanctions went through because they were coming through. I'm so just he- imagining a man with a sturgeon in his coat pocket. <laughs> I don't think it would last very long. No. It's, a, it's a long trip. No. He had them shipped. But the the, the crop, as it were. Air now quotes. I'm imagining a ship just with little leashes and no. the sturgeon behind it. Would, it. it would have been uh, fertilized eggs. It would have brought fertilized eggs over. Gotcha. That so, makes a lot more so sense. So that batch has now matured to the point where they are producing caviar. So it's his 20-year investment. Mm. The reason I went on that- Is com- sturgeon fish any good to eat? Uh, probably not as valuable as the eggs. Uh, I like caviar. Go on. I think it's very similar to milking snakes, though, where it actually damages the animal to produce the eggs, so you can't get thousands and thousands of- I thought you were going to say, well, the snake's not so delicious, but its milk is delicious. Snake. Yeah. Snake It's milk. got a real kick. <laughs> the reason I went on that I hella like long, on non-spooky tangent, and I apologize, listeners, for that, is our business for child- What are the name of those weird dolls? Oh, my God. God, I closed it. I can't look, remember look, Taiwanese look words. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, well, that's only for male ones. There's another name for the female ones. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. It'd be a long-term investment. We would need to create- Kumantong. Kumantong. Okay, so we would need to build our own children's graveyard from scratch, fill it with play equipment, fill it with toys, so when they bury the dead babies there, they stay playing the toys. It'd be a long-term investment- <laughs> For capturing wow. ghosts. That was a very long tangent for an unfunny payoff. Yep. But I think it might work. <laughs> no, I reckon we just go to hospitals. That's creepy. Uh, than my idea. Hospitals at night, even more creepy with butterfly nets. Because I reckon there's probably a lot out. of stillborn chip. No, you become a nurse. I'll go and do a quick nursing degree. That's horrifying. Or an orderly. Nettie nurse. Nettie Betty. <gasps> they would call you Nettie Betty. Nettie Betty. Nurse Nettie Betty. Mm. They can never catch you because you know the Warrens underneath the hospital, the old haunted walkways. You walk past adult ghosts and they're like, hey, uh, Kirsten are here. No, no, not, not right now, Gerald. I'm looking for baby I'm ghosts. On <laughs> I'm on the hunt for someone valuable. Or maybe I have friends with the ghost and they bring me like new kids. That makes sense. New kids ghosts are probably better at capturing ghost babies than humans. Mm. I imagine whatever wavelength frequency they exist on, they can catch them and grab them by their little baby, baby ankles and drag them. Can you imagine? There we go. That's multiple ideas for the Supernatural Shopping Network. We could also sell voodoo dolls. We could sell shrunken heads. Oh, look, I'm not into the um, negative aspects. 
Because I think voodoo, like you never do use a voodoo doll for something nice. You don't like tuck a $50 note in your voodoo doll and be like, oh, I hope you find some money today. You always do something awful to a voodoo doll. Well, you know, there's a reason. Give it a little back massage. There you go. I know you're stressed out, Kevin. There's a reason Stark Industries was worth billions upon trillions of dollars at the start of Iron Man. Because they used voodoo? Because they made weapons. Oh, right. I was just like, what? We could get a contract with the US military. Stark and his hundreds of voodoo dolls. Ghost demons demon ghost baby doll pikachu things that'd oh, be a good contract i don't know if you could have demon babies they don't have do they wouldn't have souls no no do they have souls yeah yeah oh. that's what a ghost is isn't it i don't know i don't know either <laughs> i i know it seems like it would make sense to be more along the lines of the consciousness than the soul either way either i'm not way. gonna delve into that mind either, either way <laughs> Ipso facto. Am I using that right? Did I use it right this time? No, uh, Yeah, I guess so. Yes. Oh, man. I was going to do a whole, like, Diana riff. How I'm like, oh, I'm not Princess Diana. Run through those minefields. But that's not exactly a current reference. <laughs> she was running through minefields? Yeah. She was a huge proponent of, like, helping kids in there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not know wow, this. Wow, niche reference. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. But, I mean, I think when oh, she, yeah, was she was doing incredible. her thing, I was quite young. So Yeah, no. I think my mum was a huge fan when I was a kid, I think so a, I knew a lot about I think, it. I think a, a lot of women our mother's age, like really my, loved it. every woman thought, we have so much in common, common Diana yeah. and I. Yeah. I've got two sons. She's got two sons. Yeah. I'm a princess. She's a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus. Okay. Is a cryptid. That makes absolute sense. Just like Krampus? Well, here's my list that I've written down on actual paper because fuck the trees. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I know. No. Well, I figured I'd try to get us some listeners through controversy. I've, you know, I've, I've, no. tri- I've tried the honey. Now I'm trying the vinegar. Oh, I was pouring vinegar all over this podcast. I'm not mm. some British chips. British chips. Crisps. No. Crisps are the crunchy ones. I know, but they're chips too. No, no, only in Australia. There's there's a huge void of difference between a crisp and a chip. Yeah, I know, but we call crisps chips here. And you put vinegar on them too. Okay, fair enough. I know. See the confusion? (laughs) And delay. Santa Claus is old as hell. Check. Yeah? He's got a lair. And I put in parentheses that nobody has found. Check. I'm playing with fire right now, listeners. He's, he's got minions. Check. True. Just as a quick aside, yes. Taz said to me before the podcast, he's like, you sit in such an awkward way. You keep banging the table when we record. And I am actually playing with fire right now. Not literally. Because I, I am swinging She's on my chair. Walking in her chair. And I bet the him. old creaky wooden chair on her feet. I bet him 10 up. bucks I wouldn't bang the table this podcast. Do you even have 10 bucks to give me when you lose this bet? Yeah. That didn't sound very convincing. (laughs) He crawls into your house like a demonic rat. The last part was a little bit of a creative flair on my part. He crawls into your house like a rat? Demonic rat. Oh, a demonic rat. Very cryptid behavior. You say that like that's a thing. There's demonic rats? So, here's where I went with this uh, this little rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. So, he used to be known by a different name than he rebranded. I'm multiple times. Yeah. So, there's your Krampus aspect. Same dude. St. Nicholas. Uh, I mean, that's if it's the same guy. 
What's he really up to? That's my question. He can only come into the houses that he's invited into. That's not true. Is that true? People who aren't... who Not the people who aren't Christian, but people who are actively in an opposing religion. So... Islamic people that oh, don't right. celebrate and Christmas. Jewish kids don't get Christmas presents. Santa Claus does not give presents to the good little Jewish boys and girls or the Islamic boys and girls because he hasn't been invited or, into the house. But he does give presents to the agnostics. Because they invite the him. They invite him by putting up some sort of decoration right. or mentioning to the kids, oh, Santa's not going to bring you gifts if you're not good. That's an invitation. Huh. Okay, so it's not a Christian thing. Are they really elves? Or are they the enslaved souls of children trapped in wooden dolls? That's a fair stretch, baby. No mm. one's seen them. <laughs> so that got me onto the thought of... But that could be, like, that's like, a, are they really elves? Or are they sentient sandwiches? Like, I mean, that's as plausible. Well, you find a creepy dude who wears a black suit way back when, now red, because rebranding, obviously, through Coca-Cola. Thanks. You've decided that it's black originally. Well, he was Black Peter. True. After Krampus. Krampus. And then there was probably something before that. Black Peter was the bad one, though. He wasn't Santa. Same guy. Well, Germans are a little bit more aggressive with their... They're like, do I get something for, for Weihnacht and Mama? Nein. You're a bad little boy. <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. It was either Sweden or Lapland or one of them, but they had the Christmas cat. Okay. I like it. It's a giant cat. Yes. That would come and eat the children. Oh, I dig it. If the parents didn't give them new socks at Ooh. Christmas. So if you're like, that's what's terrible is it wasn't up to the kids. It didn't matter if you behaved really yeah. well, did all your chores. It was the parents. You'd be like, we've got too many. There's too many mouths to feed. Don't give Samantha any socks this year. Can you imagine? Christmas cat. Christmas Eve is like the most violent game of musical chairs, but it's musical socks. There's two pairs of socks. There's three children. And they put the little needle oh. from the gramophone. It's like, time to start circling the socks, children. <laughs> do, 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 do. I did not intend to do the circus music. It was going to be something else, but I felt that was more appropriate to for the me, creepy I, scenario. I was, for me, it was more like, this is Sparta. This is Sparta. <laughs> the kids are all fighting each other. Oh, your feet are looking very cold there, children. I hope somebody can get some new socks on those little toes. <laughs> do, 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 do. Why the circus? It's the only music I've got on hand in my brain. I love that nothing else is in there. You've done circus music mm -hmm. twice. Like, yes, yeah, two there's nothing else. I, I recently cleared the cache in my brain, and uh, that's the only song that's left, because that's the factory build. There's a fun game. Like, okay, apart from circus music, sing any tune that you've got right now in front of your brain. ring a ring a rose. <laughs> it's all the creepy ones. That is a really good creepy one. I went. I literally went to start humming another one, and my brain was already going. I know, I know. I could see what was happening there. Get out of my brain. Get out of my brain. So before we get to the end, I've just hit my microphone twice. I've done a curse in there. Winner! No, the no, stipulation was still got to get yeah. to the podcast. Oh. Other holiday cryptids. Sorry, yes, gosh, I keep derailing you. Easter Bunny. Uh huh. It's not the Easter Bunny. Okay, that's Bigfoot. Ah, uh, yeah, that's why it's. He's got, got. He's got fur. He's got big feet. He's got fur. Where'd Rabbits have big feet. Where'd Bigfoot go? He bounced. 
baby. Uh, Was that an all an elaborate setup for that joke? Maybe. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just sing your way out of it. I can. Watch me. Watch me, audio listeners. Okay, can I go somewhere really taboo? Yes, you've got a minute and 30 seconds to do it. Nope, I'm going to have to save it for the next podcast then. No. Because it's deep. It's deep? Well, no, okay. I'll just try and rush through it as quickly as possible. Some hilarious things I found out about necrophilia. Okay, go. (laughs) Speed round, go. Okay, uh, super quickly. Um, The Egyptians left women... To is it particularly beautiful women to decay for three or four days before embalming them so that no one would have sex with them. Eh, next. So they were really, really gross looking. Okay, then there was a Greek guy called Periander who defiled his wife's corpse and then it coined the metaphor, Periander baked his bread in a cold oven. Eh, next. <laughs> that was really funny. Okay, there's a whole bunch of classifications for different type of necrophilia. Some of them are like genuinely super gross. So Tell I don't me wanna- more. No, they were like really gross. We were not going to go into them, but some of them. Okay. Um, there's romantic necrophiliacs where bereaved people who remain attached to their dead lover's bodies. So there's quite nice ones. The funniest one I found was opportunistic necrophiliacs, people who would normally have no interest in necrophilia, but take the opportunity when it arises. <laughs> this is being Cram Bamble. My name's Taz. How often does that arise? <laughs> You wouldn't want to be, you wouldn't want to discover that you're an opportunistic necrophiliac and an ambulance driver. And her name's Kirsten. We'll catch you next time, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye.